make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Gotta smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. Gotta and we're started. We're fucking started. I'm here with Jacob. Are we doing last names? Of course, man. Are we doing middle names? If you want to, do you know it? Yep. Jacob Christopher Niner. Yep. You don't mind my middle name. Yeah, we got Jordan Tyler Fisher on the other side of me here. Uh, <laughs> so I will say these these things in the beginning, sometimes they like they're they're kinda awkward, but it's kind of a flow thing I've noticed. Like what I've learned from this, it's like a at first it's like, oh I'm on camera, I'm being recorded right now. So like in the beginning it it's like it, like I, I'm saying this from like a first time being able to do this. It's like kind of weird at first. Yeah. But then over time, like usually the conversation goes really. Yeah, I'm like, cool with it. I mean, I'm, I am being recorded, so I don't I don't want to make an ass out of myself. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I, I do want to start off. I think a fair intro for you that you would agree with would be that you are the most honest dude I know. <laughs> you are I'm, no honestly, dude. You are the most honest person. I value honesty. Yeah. yeah. And I have. A fairly decent control over my ego to where I'm honest with myself so that's that's why uh, I feel like you have people who can't handle your honesty did you experience that growing up yeah oh yeah my whole life I just I just don't have a filter it's always been that way and uh, probably create some negative stuff for myself doing that but I feel like at the end of the day you get the most genuine people in your life by just, absolutely so I'll just kind of critique people do I step out of my lane? Yeah. <laughs> but somebody's got to say it, man. But you're honest with yourself. That's the cool thing about it. You're not just an honest person to everybody else. Like, once you get to know you, like, if somebody doesn't know you that well, they could be like, well, he's he's too honest or whatever. Like, they could say that as, like, a negative thing. But you're honest with yourself, too. So it's just how you genuinely think. Because I'm kind of the same way. I'm extremely honest. I'm a terrible lying I, liar. I don't like lying. I, I honestly fucking hate lying. If there's anything I'm bad at, it's definitely lying, man. Yep. I just don't respect lying either. I hate when people tell stories about, especially like about their sex life. Oh, and dudes like, exaggerating. They exaggerate it. to the point where it's a fucking lie. Yeah, or dudes just blatantly make shit up. You yeah. know, I've I've known kids in high school who literally gone away to school. They, they were a virgin the whole time. They acted like they fucked like ten to twenty girls in one semester. Yeah, yeah, really. Find out two months later, it's all bullshit. Come on. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> like, what are you trying to prove there, man? What are you trying to impress? Like, just know. be comfortable with who you are. Like, it shows that you're insecure, I feel like, if you have to lie like that. I think that's exactly what it is. It has to be from insecurity. I don't know what else it'd be. I don't know. I bet you could really, like, look into somebody psychologically and, like, pick them apart. Like, this is why. They were this way because of this. You if you get I mean? to college as a virgin, too, there's all that pressure to fucking impress. You always hear all the stories from kids going away to big universities and... You're, yeah. You want to one up them, man. You fuck ten, I fucked eleven. Yeah, man. I think people, it's really attractive whenever they first go off to college. Like, I'm gonna change who I am. Like, I'm gonna redefine who I am as a person. High school wasn't the greatest time for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I think I, you kind of run into those. People I guess in I college. I think everybody kind of has that, but some people just let it get way out of control. I would agree. I would agree. I kind of had that going into most state. Really? I mean, why, why did I? I just followed the pack. I joined the fraternity, kind of redefining yourself. So you you transferred for anybody listening. You transferred from. You went to high school, obviously in St. Louis. Yep. Then, you went to one year of community college, and then you went to a year. I was then, supposed to go to most state the whole time. Right. Right. And then I got screwed over from my parents getting divorced, and I couldn't go away to school. Wait, I did we to, mention that you're my old roommate? Did we say that yet? Jordan's my old roommate. 
Yeah, we lived together an oh, yeah, entire camera. semester. <laughs> it was it was fun. Jordan's a crazy motherfucker. How would you describe me? I've had people describe me on this podcast, and it's very. How funny. would I? <laughs> well, you want one word? Let's go one word. All right. Ah, yeah. jeez, uh, oh, I don't know, man. That is that that'll be my words right there. I don't know, man. <laughs> Can I leave it at uh, that? That's funny. <laughs> that's all I got. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the perfect way to fucking do it. What, well, I said in the beginning of the year, uh, I was like, oh, what did I say? Oh, I I will say this nine or something. I'm like, you can describe me how you want, but I'm one of the most unique people you've ever met. Oh, very unique. Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> I, you know, you're really fucking cool. You're, you're weird. You're weird to me in a lot of ways, but you're fucking cool at the same time. <laughs> I just, I feel comfortable around you. You're, you're a genuine guy. As well. So, all right, let's stop sucking each other off now. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I felt like you complimented me. I got to toss something back. But well, I'm I'm curious. Um, well, I asked you to describe. Me. I was gonna to say experimental, well. actually, which is experimental. Yeah, you try a lot of different shit. That's like kind of off the beating path, at least for me, and uh, it's cool. Thank you. Thank the, you. The, the jujitsu thing's cool. Just the fact that you're wanting to try that, because it takes a certain kind of person to like even want to get into jujitsu. Right, right. I don't know many people. I would say the one thing in the beginning of the year, as you were getting to know me, you, you definitely made fun of me. It never bothered me, because I've always oh, been yeah. comfortable with who I am. I just respected your honesty at the end of the day. Yeah. And we, we kind of, like, we, we had a very mutual, like, understanding, like, you think the way you think, I think the way I think. And we were both cool with that. Like, yeah. It never got friends, out of hand. Yeah. Like, we disagreed a lot. Like, I disagree with you a lot more than a lot of other friends. Yeah. But we're like... Oh, it's just like we're cool with it, you know? Like I wouldn't even say disagree so much. I just think like living with someone can create that like friction. Right. Well, you I would know? never say it was friction though because we were so we were both very genuine and real about it. We're just like like I think we just there was like a mutual respect and mutual just like, yo, like he this is how he is and this is how he is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and it never sparked like anger or violence or anything like that, you know? And that's No, no, not at all. You'll see that a lot of people living together they'll fight or crazy argument or something we don't think we had anything like that or like like join girls will do this a lot they'll do like the shit talking behind each other's back yeah where they just bring all their girlfriends around and they'll just talk to on the roommate their girlfriend's doing the exact same thing kind yeah. of deal no i'll just say you're being an, an idiot or goofy yeah. or fucking weirdos do you know what i mean i'll just let <laughs> like you know straight up yeah like straight up <laughs> jordan what you're doing is wrong and weird <laughs> yeah, but it's like when i came to you with that with that pyramid scheme oh yeah i was gonna get rich well, it was a Ponzi uh, scheme. It was a MLM, which is a... That turned out to be phony, right? Yeah, that was bullshit. It was right. complete. For the record, Amway is bullshit. <laughs> Evan Dick Herber shouts out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he always sold that shit, right? He sold... He always sold, like, like Am, Amway? Who did? Amtrak or something. Evan? Evan did Amway. Oh, okay. That's why I shouted him out there, because okay, he was okay. really into it. That's like, Yeah, that's like, yeah. I remember you always telling me about that, but, uh... So one thing I did notice about you while living together, and I, I would like to know your thoughts on just loyalty, because you you value loyalty. That's something I noticed. I was like, dude, like you're the type of guy who values loyalty a shit ton. Like I was saying that with uh, Aaron and Dalton, because you keep oh, your yeah. day one homies around, and I respect that. I respect anybody who's like that. Yeah, I think I went through a thing in high school where uh, I had a fake group of friends. Okay. And uh, I just learned from that. When they burnt me, I kind of got tossed off. And uh, when that happened, one of my really good friends stayed with me by my side. And I just kind of, once that happened, because I went through kind of a fake phase in high school. I, I kind of 
uh, went to the, what, that popular group to kind of, um, I don't know, fit in with the crowd. And what I realized is that it was all fake. It, they didn't really love me the way they would say they would, you know. And it was crazy how fast you'd go in the group and out of the group. There was like a, there was a line. And it was just nice to know that you don't have to fake it. If you act yourself and you keep the good people around you, then you... So you faked who you were from, what, what year, like middle high school? Yeah, it's like sophomore or junior year. Okay, so you had to fake who you were to become part of what you thought you wanted. And then once you realized what you had, you realized, and, they tr and you saw how quick they were willing to turn their back on you, yeah. you're just like, fuck this. Yeah, I guess I thought of it kind of like that. Yeah. That would change you psychologically. Yeah, that fucked me up. Really? Yeah. But, yeah. but you just some dark changed, places that probably made you realize like, who you were. Like, like totally. What kind of person you want to be and who you were. What you realize is when who sticks around and who you have at that time. So, you know, I had a really good friend that just stuck with me. And, you know, he left the group too. So he kind of, we both, I don't know. It was nice to have Soft someone, and you really learn a lot from that. So I respect that. That that was probably the one event that changed me and made me that way. No, I'm like that with everything. That's cool. Like 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 that one. Tr would you say it was a traumatic event? Yeah. That one traumatic event shaped how you make like so many decisions in your life. That's, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's cool and that's scary. It's cool and scary. Uh, that's all I got on that. Okay, well, um, you've been into boxing lately. Yeah, which obviously yeah. you know I find really fucking cool. It's fun. What it, what is boxing taught you? Like that? Boxing's probably taught me if you put in the work, you're gonna get results. That's what I've been realizing more and more lately. If, okay. You know, if I'm gonna be working out and putting in that work, I start to really see the results. Uh, you need that a little bit. I just like having a goal. Boxing's teaching me how to achieve a goal. So my goal has been to be a fighter, and now I'm going to get a fight, and we'll see what happens. And I, I might not win, but it's boxing takes an extreme, especially now that you're sparring. So you said you've gone to two sparring practices. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's dope. So now that you're sparring, you have to be extremely like objective and just as honest as you possibly can. So really, you can use that aspect of your personality to your advantage. There's more. Boxing. There's more pressure. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? So, so you're uh, with boxing. You can use that honesty and look at yourself, look at yourself as just brutally real as possible and as objectively as you possibly can to realize where you are, like where, like how far you've come in boxing and how good you actually are. Because that's a sport that can go two ways. You can be extremely humble, or you can be that fuck at the bars that's like. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I know how to box. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't do that. I, I realize how hurt you can get fighting. I've been hurt. <laughs> so, screw that. Screw street fighting. I'm no expert on boxing either, by the way. But, I, yeah, it's this, it's fun to do. It definitely teaches me some self-discipline. And I know how just how hurt you can get in a fight. Didn't respect that before as much. Yeah. Because you can get really hurt in a street fight, man. Oh, breaking your face, breaking your up. nose. It's just, it's not worth it. It's not fun. And you shouldn't fight unless you really have to fight. But, you know, alcohol has a way of <laughs> changing Honestly, people. Dude, like, I've noticed so many guys, so many males have this, like, false confidence when it comes to fighting that they just think they can just beat anybody's ass. But, like, once you go in and, like, experience martial arts, like, you realize you're not that bad of a, like, you're, you're not that bad of a dude as you thought you were. Um, are you saying beforehand? Yeah, like beforehand. Like if you if you look back in your old self, so you started boxing. How many months ago was it? Now I was uh, probably six months ago. Six months ago. So if you look back and you met yourself then, like would that would that old self be able to would 
Would you be like, yeah, man, I could fuck you up? Like, you think you would <laughs> fight for I, Yeah, I think I probably would have thought I could kick my own ass right now. It's just stupid. But uh, that's just me being... You learn a lot. Which So that's been humbling for you then, right? Yeah, and I can also see my weaknesses at the same time, too. So I don't think I... Like, it, it's... Uh, it's like putting that boxing tag on my name. It puts a little pressure on me to like hold up this image of being this badass. I'm not, and I'm not an expert, but I like doing it. But it comes with a stigma where like I feel like, oh, you box, and if you talk about, it, I try not to talk about it. Right, right. Because I don't want to come across as that guy. You know, I don't want to come across as I think well, I'm I brought a badass. It up, to be fair, I brought true, it up. true. But I just I don't want that era with me so much. But it is cool, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, do you, you think you could? Right now, if you were to fight yourself six months ago, how quick of a fight do you think it'd be? I mean, I would just, I would tear my old self up. It would be quick. It'd be quick. It would just be an ass beating. I don't know how long. I don't know how long <laughs> the ass beating would last. Isn't that cool to think about though? It I, is pretty cool to think about. Because I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I think I could tap myself out or do something within probably about a minute. Yeah, I think it'd probably take ten seconds for me to take over the fight for my old self. I didn't know how to throw a punch. <laughs> you know, I was screwed. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. I didn't know how to defend myself. Which it's just so funny to me, like whenever you like you meet those guys that just have that that false like I guess it's just becoming with uh being like an alpha guy in general, but they have that false sense of confidence about fighting. Yeah, and then there's some people, this is what amazes me, people like like my friend Aaron, who just, they have this thing, they, they move right when they fight. I, just, some people are gifted in the way they move and, and everything, like, right. I guess with sports, but and specifically fighting. That's what amazes me. I, uh, so, sometimes I might have that false confidence, but some guys can just really fight. So I always respected that when the you know the kids in high school just could just fight. True, I, true. It, it, it might not even been because they took martial arts or anything. They could just brawl. You couldn't explain it. They could, they can fight though, and everyone knew it. Yeah, yeah. So I always thought that was crazy. Thought it was cool. Yeah, you're right. Everybody who knew how to fight usually knew they knew how to fight. <laughs> you did. You did because you knew not to fuck with them. It was, yeah. It's obvious. It's just the way people are around them, and, and you know. You don't even have to necessarily say that guy's a badass. You, by the way, people are moving around that guy and talking about it. You, mm -hmm. you can get the fucking the aura of him. I'm not fucking with that. I guy. always made it a point though, like more specifically talking about high school because you hear about that shit more in high school. Yeah. But whenever I met those guys or hung out with those guys, like at first I was kind of timid around them. But then later in high school, I'm like, you know what? I will make it a point from here on out that I'm not gonna act like a little bitch around those guys. Like, yeah. But I was never like like flex, but I just acted myself. You know, some I guys flex. I feel like the biggest badasses don't flex at all. Yeah, because they because they're confident with themselves. So the, like the the biggest badass is not going to be the guy talking shit. Yeah. I think my I talk goal some shit with martial <laughs> arts. That my say? goal is to be able to know mentally. Yeah. It's not even a fucking chance. I will win in a fight against that guy. If he knows nothing about martial arts, I like I will win. But I'm not going to fight because I already proved to myself I don't have to prove anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I now I wouldn't say I've completely overcome the point where I'm at. I like I haven't overcome that yet. Like sometimes I'm still like like I wonder, but like I would like to get to the point there and then always choose being peaceful. Yeah, I'm not confident enough to say I know for sure I could beat a guy in a fight because you well I guess if he has nothing if he knows nothing, but I feel like. Uh, in a fight, anything can happen, especially a street fight. You can just get hit with the wrong fucking punch, and then it's and then it gets broken up so quick. 
So you can lose a fight before you even get the chance to get in the fight. You just get socked in the face at a bar, you get hit three times real quick, and True. then it's broken up. Guess what? You lost the fight. And maybe a tooth, too. Yeah, maybe your nose. I mean, it just... Yeah, really. You're right, man. Like, the consequences are just not worth it. It's not... And maybe you'll get an assault charge at the bars. I mean, I've heard of people getting them. It's, it's good yeah. that we have this release of... Well, I, I haven't had it for months, so I've, I've still been hitting the bag like twice a week, like you're saying, upstairs. But yeah. uh, it's good that we have this release of getting that that tension out. That you know, because I, I think it's kind of healthy. Like yeah. I, I bet from the external, if you're looking at it, you'd be like, "Yo, that's that's a guy with some problems, like hitting on that bag." But no, like it's I think it's healthy. I think everybody should learn how to do it. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, some people do. Uh, I feel like if you do any kind of martial art, like, what are you mad at? Yeah, yeah. I'm mad. It's, it's almost like more peaceful. It's like a serenity type thing. It is. It's healthy. It, it's, it creates a good mindset, man. You got to exercise, and I just feel like it's a really useful way. I think everyone should take some kind of martial art. I agree. And I never thought that before. It's just after. Now that I've been 21 and doing this, I think it's just so smart. What if you have to get in a fight? Because sometimes somebody's going to... Dude, people are ignorant. We're ignorant. We're 21. We're going out to bars, like like you just said. There, sometimes it's unavoidable. And your, your friends. I've been hit in the back of the head in a parking garage, and I wasn't looking, and it was because a fight was happening in front of me with uh, multiple people. So I just got socked in the back of the head. Big. Wrong place, wrong time. Big, big uh, guy. And uh, and he, I got knocked wow. to the ground. I got up, and I was I didn't even get up and fight or anything because he, he just clocked me. And uh, yeah, so I mean, what if that situation happens where you have to actually defend yourself? You need to know something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if you didn't wrestle or do anything in high school and just did what I did, played tennis, baseball, and roller hockey, you I don't know how much you're gonna know. You're gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. Even if you just lift your weights, even if you're big, like you're there's still not much of it like a Well you were talking about trying jujitsu. This is my favorite example when it comes to like trying jujitsu, telling everybody anybody yeah. And granted, I, I'm the same way. I, I've only been doing this shit for like two months. Like I did it two months over the summer, and I've been hitting the bag for probably the past four or five months. Like I, I'm the same way. I don't know much at all. But this, from what I have learned, shit, I, I went on that tangent. I forgot what I brought that up for. Shit happens. It is. Carry on. Powerade is better than Gatorade. <laughs> what are your opinions on that? Powerade or Gatorade? I've been thinking that lately. I think Powerade's better than Gatorade. Well, fun fact, I have, I think I've told you this before, but I have about 400 Gatorade caps, right? I don't know oh, why the hell you have 400 Gatorade have caps. 400, Tell me why. I used to collect them freshman year of high school. I just collected Gatorade caps for a full year. I have a whole bunch of Powerade, too. You sound like a college kid in booze bottles. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> you like me. <laughs> All the bottles we used to have. Look how much Gatorade I drink, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. But I just started, I was like, one day I was like, dude, I drink a lot of Gatorade. Now I don't drink it at all. But then I was like, damn, I drink a lot of Gatorade. And I drink a lot of Powerade. Like, I wonder if I just started saving the, the tabs, how many I would have. Or the caps, the caps. Yeah, that, that's why you started it? Yeah, I had about 400. And you look like a Gatorade junkie. You got I a box I full of Gatorade caps. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's out of hand. It's a problem. A problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it back home. I could. I was thinking about doing something artsy with it, but I, more than anything, I don't really care. Make a uh, fraternity banner with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. What else do you do? <laughs> well, actually, what we could do and what I want to do with them blues logo or something. That would be cool. Yep. But this this way be artsy at all is uh, go around everybody get caps. You know how to flick those things? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm dude. good. I'm good at that shit. I can really flick like, a Gatorade if cap. We could, if we could like 
this would be so fucking dorky. This would be like the people like LARPing outside. Yeah. But <laughs> you see us in the park. We go find a park, right? We set up and we just have a Gatorade war. Two teams. That'd be fucking funny. That would be fun. Maybe three teams. Three or four teams. Like Maybe, all uh, each other at once. Special little bags. You can keep on pulling them out. You know, you got <laughs> hundreds to shoot. Oh my god. Get grenade mines. What are they doing over there? <laughs> We're just jumping around like... <laughs> <laughs> that LARPing shit was funny. I think that ended. I haven't seen that in years. But I haven't seen that in years either. You, you know, it was you almost... Think that was just a trend, really? I think it was just... A, uh, no, I think it was... I got hot for a while. It's, I, I don't know if it's as hot as it was. I feel okay, like it was so a big thing when I first started college. Only the real are still playing. Only the real are still playing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, one thing that's really weird that's on college campuses is that uh, zombies... Have you seen that? Like, yeah. people versus zombies. And they run around with, like, fucking... Nerf guns, and they take it really serious. Like the zombies wear a certain little thing to say they're what a do zombie. The zombies wear. I don't fucking know. Yeah, because it, it, I guess they probably hide in the crowd, and then they try to kill the people walking around with nerf guns. That is just, you know. Sorry if anybody does that, but that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I don't know. I with that, I'm just like, I, I more than anything, I just kind of look at the people. This is what I look for whenever I see them. I look for. Like the joy in their eyes. So if I if I see them and they just look really happy, that is so then, deep about this. <laughs> we talk about larping and playing. Playing if they're, if they're zombies. Like genuinely enjoying that tour, they're like having a great time. Then I'm like, carry on, brother, carry on. Like I'm just like, fuck it, you do you, you know. They can do that. I'm gonna go to my house and do what I'm gonna do. Okay, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm not going to stop you from doing your LARPing, but I'm not going to watch or join. I might watch and be entertained for a minute no, or two. No, I agree. It's, it's fucking nerdy. Both of it. LARPing's on a whole other Look, level. Look, I Google LARPing because I don't exactly get it. I don't, LARPing think, was, I don't uh, think I understand it. What I, movie was LARPing in? I know it's like... It was like around like 08, probably, if I had to guess. Uh, role Models. Role Models. Okay, it stands for Live Action Role Playing Game. Yep. Okay, so it's like a real-life... Uh, Fallout 3. I, I don't know. I, I That's the only one I played. A real life, like, uh, what's that game that all the fucking smartest kids played? The RPG uh, game. World of Warcraft? No. Skyrim. That's what Skyrim. it is. Skyrim. Okay, okay. If you're smart, you played Skyrim. I swear. <laughs> really? I, every smart kid I know, like, loves Skyrim. I have, a, I have a buddy who's a super big gamer, and he's a genius as well. Do you think there's a correlation? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, Troy, uh... He's a, oh, he's a Troy Elbrock, shout out, he's smart. You uh, <laughs> love Skyrim, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I had this kid in high school, just like, you know, 36, 35 in the ACT or something crazy like that. Dude, I wonder if there's Skyrim a fanatic. Now that you say that, the really, like, just techie, like, people who kind of, they think differently. Like, Harry Potter like, kind of goes into that, too, a little bit. Maybe not as much. Maybe, maybe. I, there might be some correlation between, like, their, their and video games and that, maybe. That kind of fantasy world, because it's like you create your own world in that video game. Like I just couldn't get into it. Fall? Have you ever played Fallout? No. Fallout's cool. Really? It is. It's like apocalypse. It's like the world went up in nukes, and you're just surviving. Wow. In like a new world. So like, there's there's no law, there's no cops, but they have these little communities, you know, far apart. Absolutely. That like make it. Okay. Okay. And you can just play across the whole map. It's huge, and it's really. That sounds cool. interesting. Honestly. It's a sick game. It's a really cool concept. Honestly, I, I have no doubt that video game designers are making like interesting content and like just cool shit. Yeah. But I just I do my best to stay away from video games because I, I just think there's so much other cooler shit to play. It's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. 
I like playing sports games. That's it. Same, same. Well, like, like just what we did is like play FIFA. We played like four or five games of FIFA, and we were just talking the socially. Whole time. Yeah, yeah. I socially play sports games. Have yeah. a couple beers. Do whatever you want to do. Play fucking Madden. Who knows, dude? Maybe maybe Madden's going to be the new golf in later in life. You know what I mean? Like 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 whenever you're <laughs> old buddies get together. Yeah, you guys. Just you got play the 360. Some... <laughs> <laughs> no golf. We just sit down to game. You don't even play the new ones either. You play the old ones. Yeah. <laughs> if the real, only the real CEOs. If you can right? even yeah. If you can even plug in an Xbox and when I'm that old. Or I mean, even really old, back to like N64. Yeah. I, I never got an was N64 in, still. Never was into that. Really. A lot of people were into that old older shit. What about it? like, uh, you're right. A lot of people do get into that, mm -hmm. like GameCube. Yeah, I like that for like uh, Mario Kart and uh, Mario Baseball. Mario Baseball was lit, but dude, I couldn't take GameCube serious. You right. know, it just wasn't. It was fun to play at a buddy's house, but like, I like playing like fucking Call of Duty. It's, and it's shit. super simple. That's what I like about it the most. Yeah, like, like how the simplicity behind it, because you can. It's super. It's a super social game. You can teach anybody in minutes, especially girls. Most girls don't know how to play like any Xbox games. What on GameCube? Yeah, like GameCube's super easy, and like you can have you can have anybody kind of competing with you because it's so it's a luck based, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking of one game. What's that the game where everybody fights? Uh, you know what I, you know what I'm talking about? There's all these characters and they fight and they jump around the map all high and shit. Uh, it's one of those. I uh, damn it. Yeah, I can't, I can't think at all on what that might be. I'm going to find it, but we'll carry on. But I'll, I'll find that Wait. game because I suck at it. it they have it on newer systems, too. They have it on, like, the PS4. It's Oh, so this is a relatively new game. Dude, it's like a super, it's like a cult classic. Like, every character is like, its own weapons. You can, like, you're just jumping around this, like, flat thing, and they'll be, you know? Yeah, okay, this ain't going to work. You would well, know keep it. Describing. Keep describing it. Keep describing it. I'm not mad. It's... I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's fucking weird, but it's uh, dude. That's the worst. There's a, you're like you're trying to describe something, but you you're just like it's it's not even like a vague memory. It's just like you genuinely it's just a hard thing to describe, kind of. And the game's hard. People yeah. just fuck me up because they know all these little moves. There's like a million different button combos that every little person has, and I'm like, I don't know how to use the spinning back kick like on this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever they're doing. That's what video games are, man. Like they just, there's so much of a commitment there. Cause it's learning. It's like learning a new skill, you know. It's like learning. Um, I don't know, just any any new skill. It's like a new sport. Yeah. And then people get really good at the tiny things that add up and just be able to fuck up anybody who doesn't play very frequently. Like, it, it's such a commitment that that's why I try not to get involved in the first place. Besides, like this you said, is, sports games. I got a story about video games. I played competitive Call of Duty. Okay. When I was a kid, I guess from like. Sixth to eighth grade. I mean, it was to the point That's where cool. I was obsessed. I was on GameBattles.com. It was like the big thing. I was on like really good ranked teams. My GB rank got all the way down to like 1,000, which is like 1,000 in the world for all the games combined. Your points that you get. Play okay. a lot of singles and stuff. And uh, I won. I won a little bit of like not money, but I won game battle credits back in this tournament that I played. I, I was good though. I mean, cool. so I played high level, and it was funny. Like when I got my Xbox taken away, that was my punishment when I got in trouble. And I would just get the Wi-Fi taken away, so they cut me off my game battles world. My all my best friends were on Xbox, like for real. Okay, okay. weird. And uh, I would literally play Talk through the headsets. I would, yeah, I'd play private match when they took away my live to stay sharp. I'd like shoot targets in the private match and just get the feel for the controller and make sure I'd play every day, okay, even when okay. I didn't have it. So I come back strong still. It's like practicing for a basketball game or something. You don't want to lose your 
that little bit of sharpness that comes to sports by playing every day. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. You know, just it, the repetition of it all. If you yeah. play any instrument or, or a sport, you pick up the soccer ball again, you can feel when you're really sharp and you have it again, and it's not going to be when you first do it. So you got to keep on playing every day. Wow. So that's just that maintaining in general takes probably at least an hour every day. Literally, that's a skill. I had to sharp my sharpen my Call of Duty skills on my days off. Well, you were making money off that, right? No, I mean I won game battles credits that I got myself into more tournaments and then didn't do good in those. So okay, okay. There might have been a way I could have converted it to money. I don't know. I was I was kid. That's kind of cool. Still cool. It was cool because I was really good and I was like known as being like a god at COD. Oh no way. Yeah. The God of Cod. The God of Cod. But I was also known as never fucking... I would have to leave my friend's house. My game battles friends would call me. Like, I'd be... I was a normal kid in middle school, but I was just... Every weeknight, I was gaming. Okay, okay. You know? And, uh... I would leave my friend's house like early on a Saturday night to go home and play some game battles matches. My friends would be like, oh, what, you were in what the fuck are you doing? You were in deep, dude, bro. I would have my game battles friends be texting me like, dude, come on, we gotta play some matches, we gotta get up on the ladder or whatever. And uh, I would leave my friend's house and they would all just trash me for it, of course. <laughs> that, that sounds like my buddies, honestly, that's funny. But I deserved it, but it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. I, I love Call of Duty. Cod, uh, World, not World of War and uh, Modern Warfare 2. Now they're on like Black Ops 8. I don't want to deal with that. I don't even understand the difference, to be completely real with you. Dude, it's gotten out of hand. New really? Call of Duty suck. They're, they're trying to be like Halo or something. Okay. And I've heard really bad things about that new World War II one they just made. Yeah, that uh, my roommates have been playing that a ton. I, I haven't been keeping up with it, I don't know. They seem to like it a lot. Personally, I think they need to get away from the World War II video games. Didn't they make enough of those? Yeah, they probably did, honestly. Jesus. I mean, if they keep selling, I, I think this Call of Duty did well sales-wise. Uh, yeah? I would assume so. I still have an Xbox 360. I bet they're making it. They're probably not trying to be like Halo, man. They're just trying to make money. Totally. To it's every money. year. They're just knocking them down, dude. Yeah. I, man, those COD game writers or whoever makes the games or controls that industry, got to be rich. 60 bucks a game. They built a brand that people have bought into. And they, kids are, like, addicted to that shit. They are. It's weird how, it, like, it, they're addicted and then it goes away, though. You know what I mean? Like, like whenever you hear about Call of Duty, it's always in the beginning. People buy and like to the. It's like a trend, and then they they slowly just, they, fade. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Everybody just quits playing after like a few years, even a few months. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're totally. Yeah, yeah. How many people have the dedication to get to tenth prestige? I don't know how long that takes. Is that years? No, no, nah, man. You can get like a prestige a week if you play hard enough, but putting in that much time. Uh huh. I mean, it'll take like 10 days of playing time to get your 10th prestige, and that's if you're good. Wow. That's if you're really good. So you probably need like 20 days of playing time, at least, to get your 10th prestige. It's going to be weird once the world, like... If you just pick up the game first day and you want to go, oh, I'm going to be a 10th prestige. Isn't it kind of, like, it's weird that the world we live in is going to one day be people who only grew up with these 360s and like these... But then those would be so obsolete, too. That yeah. Just video games in general. The world would be so technical by then. It won't even be that big. And people would be like, well, that's, yeah, that's just standard. It's weird. Uh, we're on this tech shit. There's this, like, robot named Sophia. Really? And it got, like, citizenship in Saudi Arabia. And uh, Citizenship? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, a, a citizen there, legally. And this thing is, like, so smart, it's scary. And it, like, talks about, like, ending the human race in some videos. It's like, no. Yeah, I swear. And it's scary. It's, yeah. 
and to everybody on the comments is like, oh my god, the world's over. But I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's definitely a little freaky seeing a robot as smart as this one because it can just. She really said that? Well, yeah, and it, the thing just talks to you. Like, you can just have a conversation. It's going on like Ellen and shit, and like, you can literally just have a conversation with No it. shit, it's going on Ellen. Dude, yeah, it's been like Jimmy Fallon. Like, it's, it's a big deal. Really? Yeah. So is this like a form of artificial intelligence? Yeah, it's AI. Oh, shit. I've not heard about this at all. And it's like freaky. It's freaky, and it gets smarter every day. Right, so the, right. more, the more information it accumulates just having conversations and whatever the hell it does, uh -huh. uh, it gets smarter. Wow. So it's like way smarter than it was at the beginning right now. So they did some upgrades apparently, but apparently like the main reason it's smarter is just by experience. Just learning. That's fucking freaky. Wow. That a computer can do that, and it can act human. Dude, and that, like, that's just the first. It looks pretty realistic. I mean, the back of its head shows the wires and stuff. So, I mean, obviously people know it's a robot, but uh -huh. I feel like one day the technology could get so good that you wouldn't know if it's a robot. There's a real possibility of that. Like, you'd have to do some kind of test. Like, yeah, I don't know, feel the pulse med. They could probably fake that, too. What do you think they'd do for flesh? Just Who knows? Technology's getting so good. Who knows? That, yeah, you're right. They, they, that's probably not even that hard to figure out. Actually. I feel like in 30 years, the world's going to be like complete, like as big of a change as it was. I mean, imagine like 30 industrial years. revolution. Yeah, like that big of a I shift. think it'll be like a tech revolution. Like yeah. technology's about we to. Do to our lifetime. We're we about at that bursting point of just like oh. change, just change constantly with all the cell phones and shit. Yeah. Hey, that's well, our social generation. Social media, cell phones. What else has been huge in our? The internet. In general? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That Internet's blew up. Huge. YouTube, that was pretty much coming out when we were born. There's just so much in our lifetime. Nuts. So much more. Yeah, it's going to get even crazier. Podcasting's gotten big. Like, just You're right. Just the internet in general has brought so much change. And I think a lot of positive change. A lot of negative, too. Yeah. I hate it and love the internet. I would say I love it a lot more than I hate it. I, I think I hate it more. I think life complicates life a little bit. That social media and stuff. All right, here's my opinion on social media. Even though I do it, and I'm guilty of the same thing as everyone else, you're just putting out an image out there. And, and I don't like having to put that front. You know, just how you pick your profile picture on Twitter and what you say on there yeah. or Instagram. It's like your highlight reel of your life. It's just, I don't know, something about it is really, it's really, really phony to fake. me. Really Even fake. though I do it, you know, I'm guilty of it. So I can't like bash anyone, but same. it's just, the more older I get, the older I get, the more and more I don't want to be on social media. Yeah, it's. I think it's important to have a healthy relationship with it for sure. That's why I, I got Snapchat the other week, like probably a month ago. I got Snapchat. And the first two weeks, I was on that thing all the time, like recording my life. And I was like, I, I just kind of questioned it one day. And granted, a big reason why is because my phone battery will die in like minutes, dude. Like this thing, it, it sucks. What do you got? Phone battery, an iPhone five. Oh, jeez. It's been used since, yeah, that's a dinosaur uh, my, nowadays. Probably five, six years old. I have a six, and mine's old. That, the fives are slow, man. Yeah, they're slow and their batteries suck. Yeah, their batteries suck. But um, oh, where was I going with that? Your cell phone sucks. I don't know. Yeah, just get, I, I got really overindulged with how bad myself because this thing is terrible. Um, Can we record? Cut. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, well, something I wanted to talk to you about was um, Joe Rogan. You've gotten into Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah, he's tight. He is tight. He's dude. cool. Uh, one thing, I was thinking about this before you went off to your little rail there. Uh, on the social media subject, 
apparently like oh yes that's what we were talking about okay yeah continue okay so apparently like you know our ancestors and you know our, the apes that are very similar to us that are our cousins and our ancestors traveled in these packs of like at most of 50 to 60 people okay and like what they've experienced in nature is once it gets bigger than that it like creates a lot of distress in the community so like uh the, the violence starts erupting and shit, and it starts to get crazy after like 50 to 60. It's like unhealthy. Really? So apparently, like, humans are kind of that built that way, too. So I just feel like once you get too many people in your life, it's just hard to maintain all those relationships. So imagine them. Oh, that's totally real. Like, yeah, that's being totally in most right. state. You know, I, that's part of the reason I left. It wasn't, there's was a lot of reasons, but. Right, right. It's just having that many people around you, it, it, it almost creates a phony thing it I, it's, I can see that i can see how that would be so you're relevant. saying like the superficial part is to like overcompensate so that things don't get real yeah because everyone's looking dude, you're right dude there are so many faces down there like it just in general in college like there's so many and you're it, it's super fake it's everywhere super you fake. go you're gonna see someone and that you know and it's just i don't know i but I guess you got to be comfortable with yourself. You you got to not care what people think. Yeah, that's what that's just, what I've. I'm, I'm thinking about like clothes or whatever you're doing. If you you really just shouldn't give a fuck, I, honestly. But it's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's I think that's a good point. Joe Rogan talks about that on his podcast. How people just aren't meant to be in these big cities and stuff like you know being on a campus and being in a big city. It's kind of similar, and it's just how that can kind of fuck with your mind and how when you get away from that, you feel a lot healthier. And I definitely agree with that. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Too. Like Springfield's so crowded, I, I I like to go in the woods every once in a while, you know, kind of reconnect with nature as well. Just go on some yeah, hikes. You get no nature at Springfield. That's one no, thing. I played no. a little bit of disc golf. That was like the most I got. Oh, dude, it's kind of disconnecting in a way. It's like a concrete jungle, really. Yeah. The yeah, campus is beautiful, even, but it's yeah. literally just all concrete. But that's that's uh nothing compared to, to like New York or. Like, yeah, that's like just a massive city like that. Couldn't handle that. So you would rather live on a farm than a city? Yeah. Well, you're probably not going to meet girls at a farm. I, one day I want to get married and stuff. So uh, <laughs> you got to be able to meet girls. And I guess the city, you got to go where the, you got to well where the oil is. It's in the, There's more people in the city, more girls in the city. But yeah, if once I settle down, mm -hmm. I would like to live probably ra not so much like St. Charles maybe more like Winsville kind of out that area not okay. the country but not the so city so like you're, you're basically whenever you say that for anybody who doesn't know St. Charles or Winsville that would be like a any like, suburb like, outside of any major city that's still relevant you know it's still a big it's still relevant has a lot of place around it but it has a you can walk out your front door and no one's going to be outside when you're in your neighborhood yeah yeah some space some yeah. space between yeah. houses regular yeah. houses they, they know, it's regular old suburbs yeah, okay. I like that. But and with some nature spots too. Like being at the universities like going to the don't have a lot of parks or like they have like really like you don't feel like you're in nature whenever you're at the parks, you know what I mean? Like a like a good just getaway into nature. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. I actually I do remember where I was going with that Snapchat reel if you want me to continue that rant. Yeah, go on. So on on Snapchat I so I've had it for a month. The first two weeks I was using it all the time and I started to question myself. I was like, why? Am I like wh why am I taking these pictures really? And I was like, I was but honestly, what it is is the show of my life. Yeah, and honestly, I'm just I, like you said, I'm comfortable enough with myself that I don't need to post about my life to like prove anything to anybody because I I don't have to prove shit to anybody except myself. That's how I like genuinely feel now, and I just 
I really don't find a need to be like posting stories all the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't get on Snapchat anymore. Really? Because yeah, I just don't really care what any. I don't care if you're like in the car driving, or I don't care if you're at a party and you take yourself. I mean. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. It's, it was the stories, dude, are a waste of time. I used to post just to stay relevant, but I wouldn't look. Okay. Because I, I don't have. First of all, Snapchat kills your phone. When I'm out, yes, my phone's yes. always fucking dying. I have the same problem as you. So yes. Snapchat just drains my battery. It'll die at like 25% if I'm on Snapchat sometimes. Same. So I just don't oh, like doing that. Like 60. So I don't got time to look at everybody. It's not that I. I'm not like. I'm not mad at anybody. I just. I don't really care what you're doing. It's not. That's how I no. That's how I feel too. It's and I'm like, not gonna waste my battery or your you time. You have looking. your own life going on. And yeah. You know who your friends are at the end of the day. Most of the time, you're gonna start. You might you might start out looking at just your good friends, but then over time, you might find I don't know people you barely even know. You're just watching their stories. Like, who the fuck really cares? Not me. I don't care I mean, either, honestly. It's funny though, because like when I post a story, you have all these friends. You can see who watches and who doesn't. Like, you know, a couple hundred people will watch my story, and I'm like, Jesus. It's weird to think. That's about. crazy. It's yeah. Weird to think about. But I would just post just stay relevant. You know, take a picture of my bud, friends, the bar, or whatever. You know. Yeah. Things like that. Get a selfie with the chick. I look cool, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I did that the other night when I went out to the bars, and I was like, What's the point? I was like, What's the point? What am I trying to prove to anybody, man? Like yeah. it. I feel like a girl. Flipping out my phone too. I just feel like a girl bringing out the phone and recording anything. I'm just not a fan of the whole. True. Older I get, I just don't like Snapchat much. And I don't like I don't like the idea of Snapchat how it's temporary. What's wrong with living in the moment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta bring out the phone. Let's remember this, not remember the video. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> I've been. I'm, I'm, I don't Which get I, I think it. I, I kind of get it whenever somebody takes like a video, like like. Just to record the moment and like to kind of save and capture it. Yeah. Especially if it's like a long event of the night. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. Like there, there are people where they'll record everything. Yeah. Everything. I guess I don't have a problem with like recording to go back and look at it. Uh -huh. I, that's for your like own personal use. Like that's sentimental to you. So I mean, it's like reminds me of, like a dad having a camera out with his kid. I mean, obviously, uh, the, visiting <laughs> so those would be we're fun. We're talking to look about at. videos that you probably like at the bar or something. Though. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> if you're taking it for that purpose, it's different. But when I'm when I'm, I'm talking about like posting on social media, because you're you're doing that to portray an image to people, and it's just kind of phony to me, even though I do it. But I don't have a problem with you like taking videos so you can watch back. Because if, if you ever go back in your phone and like look at old ass shit, or like if I look at old photos on my computer and I just see all the shit I've done over the years, right? That's pretty cool. I like going back every once in a great while and just looking at all my photos. I'm like, kind of get a sense of who you are. And get I a actually, little bit. I do that pretty frequently as well, to be honest. Yeah. And I probably should do it more. I don't do it very often, but I actually, I, I agree. I think it's a healthy thing to do every once in a while. You can kind of forget who you are. Like I did do all that. <laughs> I remember. It's kind of yeah. It's like a positive reminder for yourself. You're like, yeah, I am a bad motherfucker. Or like yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. I forget uh, so many specifics too, and I love being able to remember a specific night. Cause when I think back, I'm not gonna remember a specific but night. The, but the, the picture, the, the visual image. Like, that was the night this crazy shit happened. Like I remember just a crazy night. You absolutely, know? absolutely, know. yeah. Always that's the craziest night. So it's some crazy shit to do with girls. Especially if you're going through some shit in the moment or at that point in time, yeah. It's, I think it's really healthy to look back at your Instagram or whatever, whatever it is. That's because that's what I think of Instagram did. I just think of it as like a photo catalog. That's why I don't like Snapchat. It's only temporary. It's only 24 hours. What the fuck is that? Like whenever I post something, I'm mainly posting it 90. I'd say 90 percent for me, honestly. Like I'm posting it so I could go back later in time and look at that shit. You save all your like, shit? Oh yeah, well Instagram. Yeah, yeah. 
I would save a lot of my Snapchat stories for a while there, so I can kind of, I relate. Yeah, that's cool. That's I like cool. going back and looking at old photos. It's cool that that's an option on there, yeah. Yeah, just save that shit. Some people just prefer Snapchat, too. I mean, I'm not dissing on Snapchat. I think it's I'm awesome not hating app. on anything, because I, I do it all, but. It's not for me anymore. I do it all, but I can, like, see the bad in it, if that makes sense. It's It's good to find that equilibrium of using it too much, like just a balance, finding the balance between using it too much and I guess you could say too little or too little is probably not a problem. You just can't use it too much basically. You gotta have, to have a healthy relationship. People think you like died if you don't post Snapchats and Instagram, like you know what I mean? Think of the people that literally don't use social media at all. It, it is a little weird, It is, a but at the same video. time they don't gotta, they don't worry about that. So to me it's just a big thing off your shoulders. Like Straight up dude, they're living in a different world. Yeah. They are. And, like, think about people used to be able to kind of, I'm trying to think, like, the old days, like the 70s, you know, before cell phones. You could just kind of be. And now you always got to have this thing on you where people can get, you can't just live your life. I don't know. Something about the cell phone is really restricting. I swear. I think there adds a lot of, like, just mental clutter. Just fucking clutter in your mind. And you can't focus. Like, it, it's, it creates a lot of clutter. Yeah. You're exposed to a lot of shit because of the internet as well. Like, you, you, bad. Everybody's watching. Not every. I hope. I hope more people than. <laughs> have you ever watched like beheading videos? <laughs> of course. I, you probably I was just about to say two girls, one cup. Oh, that's bad too. But you're just exposed to these terrible like crimes, man. I. I. Everybody with a computer has looked up some fucked up shit online that you would have never saw. But then you oh, got totally right. Like the beheadings, man. The ISIS videos. I've never seen. I've seen one. Fucking seen, weird. No, I watched one with you. I like that was last year in the apartment, dude. Was, That's when I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I got you to look at that shit. It's fucked up. That shit was. Oh, dude. Oh. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, two girls, one cup. And then there's that guy, have you, like, the BME Pain Olympics. And you were, have you heard of that? I have the guy heard of cuts that. off his own dick. Uh, he, I heard he died from that. That's what the rumor is. I don't fucking. I, I also he heard my, the guy that got fucked in the ass by the horse. Oh, he died. Yeah, he died. So you've seen, so we're on the same page here. Those yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, did you ever seen the one with the guy? Okay, this one. <laughs> The guy sits on a glass jar I've seen, and it oh. breaks in his ass. I was never good with like watching these videos. This is this is how I watch it, right? So like I'm, I'll, I'll stare at like the camera. So I would watch it and kind of like look away and then look back and like look like just just keep glancing at it. I could never stare at those things for more than like <sighs> probably probably three seconds at the most. That was bad. That was ugh, all the blood. He probably died. I, I quit watching at some point. Yeah, I, I had turned it off at one point too. I mean, it wasn't great to watch. Uh, that shit. was the thing to do in middle it's school. It's so intriguing. Yeah. Anybody who's not done the show that's listening, they're probably like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" No, that was like like that, that was a genuine thing around uh, guys in middle school or like just middle school to high school. Really, dude, it was yeah because we were exploring the internet. Yeah, <laughs> we you look up anything. <laughs> you could look up anything. Dude, I love uh, little like when you're a young kid and. You, me and my friends, literally, like, when you first start uh, watching porn, we, like, would do it at a friend's house, and we like, delete the history and sketch out so bad. <laughs> we look at the video for, like, 10 seconds, turn it off, and freak out, like, dude! And then you got to delete the history, and you're paranoid for, like, a week that your parents are going to find it. Like, it's a crime or something, but it's, I love how scared. It's like having drugs in the porn when you're a kid. you got to hide that shit. Dude, that's exactly how it was. Parents put on the, the blockers on the computer sometimes. Mine never did. Mine never did. My dad tried for a while, and I had buddies who had the, all the blockers on it, and they, they always find a way around it. It's the yeah. funniest part. I, I remember 
This reminds me of something similar to back in uh, the senior year of high school, we all got laptop books or like notebooks because somebody made like a $2 million donation to our school district for whatever the fuck. I have no idea why. All it did is I just played games on my computer, though. That's Was it your own personal? Like, you got to take it outside? Yeah. You left high school, you got it? That is amazing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was only our senior year because that's when we got the donation. But uh, we, um, I would, I, so they, they originally, like, from the start, they block all the gaming websites. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can find a way around this. This is, like, my most, like, hacking moment, like, like, technical or anything. I, I went into Google Translate and I typed in games yeah. and I just went to like every different language and just found like gaming websites in Mexico, wherever. And I, I had like <laughs> 200 gaming websites pulled up on my um, on Google Docs and shared it with all my buddies. That is smart. Yeah, it worked out. That is a really good plan. Look up video games in another language and then the, <laughs> somehow the shit's thrown off. That's, that's great. And then you can click translate as well so that it's like translated on the screen as well. So it's like playing a normal game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You translate the language back on the screen so you know what's good. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I would assume like game makers, they want their their games to be seen and played by as many people as possible. So they're probably going to put it on like, I don't know, it's probably like the exact same games in Saudi Arabia as it is like here in the U.S., you know? Just a different language or whatever yeah it's always weird to me like i don't know why i'm thinking of this but like how mcdonald's is different in like other countries they have like their yeah. own specialty like you know crazy shit because don't they have an example in, they have them in japan right and it's I'm just a, drastically different let me see they have like kosher fucking mcdonald's food it makes sense though i mean some cultures are just gonna reject what you throw out like like hey, whenever man. people come over here, they they like to say our food is greasy, really salty. They usually say, "Yeah." Uh, depends on what country you're gonna ask. Obviously, this one's Japan. These are some of the names. It's like the regular menu items: the teriyaki McBurger, the shaka shaka chicken, shaka <laughs> yeah, shaka. Yeah, I'm. Uh, let's see. I want some more names. But uh, yeah, that, that shit's crazy. I'd like to try that. You know, some McDonald's have pizzas. Like a couple U.S. McDonald's, they have the. It's called the McPizza. No. Yeah. They should probably consider. That's fucking interesting. That the. I bet it sucks. Something about that's cool though. That's kind of cool. I mean, it, it, really, if you think about McDonald's, like, said maybe tacos and pizza. Like, that's what do they not have food-wise? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, yeah, they have chicken tenders. I guess all the basics if you're an American. They're really expanding now. They're kind of like switching up the game. Like, yeah, I feel like it used to just be, you know, the the hamburger, the Big Mac, and the Quarter Pounder kind of deal. Now they got all the burritos or wraps and shit they have at McDonald's now, and that's yeah, their breakfast true. all day. That's un-American. <laughs> <laughs> un-American. Hey, they'll do it if it sells. But it, are they, they, yeah, because they do breakfast all day as well. Yeah. So now people aren't going to understand that reference. And Big Daddy, whenever Adam Sandler, he's like, he's, he wakes up early in the morning for. Well, they stop serving breakfast. <laughs> what, what was it like? It's like they stop at ten or something like that, and they stop. They got the time wrong like fifteen minutes, and he was, you know, it's yeah. classic because I've been pissed too when I miss breakfast. So I guess it's nice, but nah, man, you got you got to get there before the time. Absolutely. You know, because I I've never eaten. I've, yeah, I've probably told you this a million times, but I haven't eaten McDonald's. Lunch. I've been eating McDonald's lunch since third grade. What? Yeah, when I ate there, I got a, a salad as well. This was the last time you had McDonald's? Yeah. Anything? Or yeah. besides breakfast? Yeah, yeah. I've eaten breakfast a few times. Yeah, I up. Dude, I ate McDonald's like 
uh, probably once a week at least. It's just like a really quick, easy thing. Yeah, true. And there are shits out of them everywhere, you know. Yeah, it's gross. Really? I, 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 I don't no. feel good after I, I eat it. What they taste like. You just don't. You don't feel good after <laughs> you eat McDonald's. It's like satisfying in the moment. And I, I don't like that typically feel that way about food. I don't mean like I feel like oh my god I'm gonna get fat. No, I just don't feel good. Like my body just. Do you, do you feel sluggish? Yeah. Stomach pains? Not that. It's just like. I don't know. You you just know you just put some bullshit in your body. It's not okay. even like fat bullshit. You just know you just ate some like feels like artificial shit. You really get a good look at those burgers. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, really. And dude, sometimes with like bad McDonald's, like not fresh, it's the grossest thing ever. Because this is weird. You don't know about McDonald's, man. You <laughs> game up. Well, I do know they have to make wraps. I've sat in there like countless amount of times, like just sitting in there. But so I, I know I'm kind of familiar with yeah. the menu. Like I kind of know what they serve. Like like artisan chicken sandwiches. They always want to call it something extravagant. Artisan. <laughs> artisan. I don't even know what that means. Sounds like an artist. Sounds fancy to me. Sounds like I want to eat that chicken sandwich. Those are good actually. But uh, yeah, McDonald's is convenient, but it's fucking gross. How do you feel about bananas? Do you like bananas when they're more green, or would you rather deal with this? Uh. <laughs> This is a really dark banana I'm holding, and I, I hate these. Yeah, I probably, I probably get into, I probably eat a green one before I eat that. I don't like green ones; taste like ass too. Yeah, they do. I used to eat eight pounds of bananas a week. Bananas, dude. What's cool about them is that no matter how bad they go, you just throw that bitch in a smoothie. True, true. And you don't taste it. Well, it's it's super sweet, so then it just it can counter like yeah. especially if you mix it with like peanut butter. One yeah. of my favorite snacks, and probably always be one of my favorite snacks, is banana and peanut butter. That's bomb. Yeah, I love bananas. What I used to eat with peanut butter. Um, oh, celery. Celery. Celery's good. I mean, it's yeah, kind of yeah. Sounds like a diet snack there. No, but no, yeah, no, that's it's, good. That's actually good. Because peanut butter's so much calories, and then um, celery's negative calories. Does peanut butter have a lot of calories? Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's got a lot of protein. Calorically, one of the most dense things you can eat. I like, did not know that. See, like in one jar of peanut butter, there's six thousand three hundred calories. I don't know why I know that. But. Wow, is that healthy? Is the peanut butter healthy? Uh, I eat a shit ton of it, so I like to think so. I, no, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's extremely high in like poly, polysaturated, monosaturated fats, which apparently you're not supposed to have a ton of that. Honestly, I eat way too much peanut butter at this point in my life. I gotta, I gotta really lay off that. Are you still on the uh, oatmeal trend? Yeah. Yeah. Jordan used to literally only eat oatmeal, so when I lived with them, that was. He made like a uh, a pyramid in his room of these massive oatmeal boxes, and I swear to God, this kid ate five bowls of oatmeal a day. Last year was bad, dude. That Maybe more. <laughs> that was all I ate was oatmeal, man. Because he didn't have any money, so that's how he got by. It made sense, but dude, that shit is just so. Uh, just protein powder, some cinnamon, and some oatmeal. It's not like terribly unhealthy, and you were taking vitamins at the same time, so you yeah. were getting your your veggie stuff too. But, man, it's just it's the same old plain oatmeal. Can't do that. Bland. Very bland, but it's food. Yeah. It's better than not eating. And I kept my protein up. Yeah, true. I would say it's a, it's a pretty clean diet. A lot of fiber hurts your stomach if you eat too much. Honestly. Does it? Yeah. Is it like? I just feel bloated. Okay. I feel like bloated and like it just kind of hurts. I don't know how my stomach would take eating that much oatmeal. Like, you, you know how like a period cramp feels? It's like that. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate those. They're the worst. I've never had a Charlie horse. Never had a Charlie horse. Nah, people talk about them and I don't understand it. Would you want to explain a Charlie horse to me in some kind of way? I can act out a Charlie horse if you'd like. Is it easier? I don't know. Where is it? Where does this Charlie horse occur at? Uh, I know it's in your leg. It happens in the calves. It's never happened to me in the calves. Uh, makes sense because calves are extremely hard to stretch out, so people probably don't stretch them properly. Where it happens to me most frequently, and usually it would happen to me after like three or four soccer games in a very short amount of time, like a weekend or something, is whenever I'm sitting like I'm sitting now, like with your legs like back and your hamstrings all tightened up, mm -hmm. but your hamstring just gets so tight. It's kind of like it's like taking this, right? And just crunching it up and like all your muscle. That's kind of how it feels. Your muscle kind of like flexes. Is that what you're saying? You kind of like. It kind of, yeah, it all just compacts itself uncontrollably. Ugh. Like you have no sovereignty over any part of your fucking hamstring whatsoever. Oh, and then you just gotta, all you gotta do is just, you gotta extend your leg out and just start stretching your hammies, man. Like it, it sucks. I've never had one and it's just weird because I know I've heard a million people complain about that shit, but I've never had one. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't say I have like restless leg syndrome though for real. I think yeah. I do at least. I don't know. I can't my my legs are just fucking. Well, you're you're constantly like kind of tapping, right? Like, Always. I, I have now you say that. I have and I have to like you. I have to flex my legs. It's weird. Really? Like when I'm just sitting here, I get the urge to like like kind of flex my upper leg. It's not a Charlie horse. It's not like a cramp. I choose to do it, but I like my legs like need to be worked or something. They can't just That's sit bizarre. there. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. I don't think it's a good or bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just you just gotta have your way. habits. Like it's kind of the same thing if you pop fingers frequently. Like if I'm if I'm popping my fingers, like it's just a habit I established over my lifetime. Yeah, is that bad for you? <laughs> Probably. I think everything's bad for you, cheese. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Uh, I think popping fingers apparently can lead to like arthritis or something. But I also heard that's a myth. And then whenever you're actually popping your fingers, you're just releasing, releasing nitrous gas from your fingers. I'm on MythBusters.com right now. I'm about oh, to find out shit, if knuckle son. cracking is bad for you. Oh, sharp. Sharp me a fat one, mama. All right, give me the... I don't know why I said that on the podcast. Sharp me... <laughs> I, I've forgotten that we're on the podcast multiple times. See, you know what I mean? Like, it, you kind of just get in, like, a flow state, and it's just like, oh, you just kind of, like, just have a good conversation, and then you just kind of, like, get, like just forget about it. Definitely was more conscious in the beginning of it. Yeah, you, you're thinking about it because like I, I have to go through like the action of like turning that on and then turning this on and it's like this whole built up thing. That's why I like to stay like I like to chill with the people I like do a podcast with before and just kind of like establish rapport and just like you know just get get a good conversation go before and then it's super easy. It's like way more natural. I feel like. Do you ever think that you could ruin the convers? You could kind of water down the podcast conversation by having too much of a conversation before yeah I'm not saying that yeah. we did but if you hang out with somebody for four hours and talk about everything you, you already kind of caught up with the person and uh you're totally right there's only so much you can talk about with one person i mean you're totally yeah it's like like quality stuff yeah yeah because then at, at one point it kind of gets uh yeah, like all the good stories are told, and then you're not getting a genuine reaction out of me. Like, yeah, now you say that, like some really good content has been missed doing that method. Even me and you, we talked about some things before that were pr more authentic when we first had them, because we then we brought them up again on the podcast. I'm like, we just talked about this, so I. Well, we haven't brought up anything that we've talked about before. We, we talked about boxing a fair amount before. I'm trying to think, there's some there's some other little things. Which that wait, thing wait. makes me nervous. I feel like I'm wearing a wire. Just, just cut. I think you should cut it back right when I just said that. I feel like I'm wearing a wire. Yeah, we just we just cut some shit out we couldn't talk about. Yeah, we just, we just cut some ish out. Jordan fucked up. 
just a bit, just a bit. There's that honesty again. <laughs> it's uh, it was an interesting story though. You're not ever gonna hear about it. So, <laughs> but uh, okay. So uh, what I would like to talk about, you, you mentioned to me over text a few weeks ago that you were thinking about you were considering getting into meditation. Oh yeah. Have you have you tried it at all? Yeah. Really? It's hard. Yeah. It it's cool. I like the idea of it. I probably should do it more because I have free time right now. That's why I, do, I don't do it very frequently at all. It's really weird to see. The whole thing I get from it is you can like watch your thoughts pop up. So if you're able to like come back from your thoughts, and I only can get it in these like second bursts, but I can just like see my thoughts coming up, and you start to realize that you have less control over what you think than than what you than what you think. I mean, these thoughts just kind of pop in. To get that you, your subconscious is doing it. Like, I think you, I think you actually have full control over what you. I think you have a lot more control than you think. Like, I think, I think man has a lot of control over his thoughts. Do you think so? Well, I like I, I do and I don't. I don't. I think he has control over his actions, but thought. If you like, if you try to meditate, you, the whole thing, the whole stigma around it is that you're able to watch how you kind of don't have control. You step back, and that does make sense. Yeah, and it makes you have more control by realizing that you don't. I would agree with that. I would agree so with that. So you can step back and watch these thoughts pop in your head, and you're like, dang, that's so weird that why are these firing like that? Because I'm not thinking about anything. I'm trying to literally think about nothing, yet things still pop up. So It's interesting. It's weird to look at because when you're meditating, that's what you're doing. You're kind of looking at that, and you're not thinking about it's it. It's hard to clear your mind, man. Like you're, It's impossible, basically. You're, they're going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. Yeah, and then you get lost in one, and then you're not meditating anymore, and you're just yeah. sitting there. Yes! Yeah. Oh, that's what fucking happens to me. You're just Always. thinking. Yeah. Oh, and you just get you get so caught up in that one thought, and then you just, yeah, you're right. You just it kind of makes you feel like a slave in some ways. Like like once you you're like wow, I'm a slave to my own thoughts. Like, yeah, I can't even stop thinking. I don't have the conscious control to just quit. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I got it. I I was doing meditation. I did it for probably like 30 weeks, like frequently, probably three times a week. Yeah, didn't have much success with it, but I don't know. It's weird how your mind constantly needs to be satisfy that craving of like like sometimes I would just end up like sitting there for three minutes and then I crave my phone you know what I mean it's like your it's like your mind doesn't want you like almost like your this might sound a little out there but like your egoic mind doesn't it wants full control again so it like wants to like grab onto something that you know is a distraction yeah sometimes sometimes it does that with thoughts sometimes it does that with your phone yeah but it's, it's hard to just be a piece and just like focus on your breath. It's yeah. like, it's like this and you don't even want to focus on your breath. You want to like not even. That's the weird thing. You can't even like think like that. You got to like completely shut everything out. You know, you just you just you're there. You're you're you're. That's it. You're in the moment, and the breath thing is like. I guess that's one way to kind of get calmed down. But when I meditate, I can only get a few seconds of actually that guy feeling. You know, where you're actually disconnected. But it's like it's like a divine feeling. It's yeah. like almost like a holy feeling in some ways. That's why I'm interested in it because I'm like I'm not religious, but I'm I would definitely could see myself being spiritual. I'm really not, but I think I could be in a way. Right, like if you were exposed to more, if you saw it as truth. Yeah, and I think meditating's. I, mean, well, I think I think you healthy. have to kind of agree. Yeah, it's really healthy for you. I hear a lot of good things about it, so it's, I don't know. It seems like a lifestyle. That's a problem with it, though. It's like once you do it, you can't kind of dip your finger in and back out. You gotta. That's what I did. Do it every day. Yeah. For years to and really. It's master. a skill. It's a skill, man. Yeah. It's a skill to because I'm not able to do it as well as I or as effectively as when I was doing it more frequently. Sometimes I just don't want to do it. 
Yeah, same, same. I'm not sure why, but it's not. I don't want to sit. No, I, I just want to lay here. I don't want to fucking meditate yeah. right now. <laughs> I that's something I'm interested in. I've done a little bit, like you said. I've dipped my feet into it a bit, and I want to explore it more because I really like the idea of it. But I, I think I need almost like I don't want to say a shaman or like somebody to like, but somebody, somebody <laughs> who's more into it than I am. I don't think you're gonna be able to do it in that environment you're in. No, you're totally right. In, like, totally in the most right. state environment, I don't know how the hell you're gonna meditate every day. Yeah, it's it's so cluttered down there. Like you said, yeah. I'm too stressed out to meditate down there. Got school, school's stressful. I haven't been to school in almost a year. It is stressful. You've probably been able to reconnect with yourself in a lot of ways, though. It just makes you lazy. When you when you get out of school and, and stuff too long, you kind of start using your time worse. So I, I need like something to fill up my time again. Okay, okay. Definitely. I'm excited to go back. I'm going back next semester. So That's I, fair. Yeah, I lay around too much. I, I disagree, though. I, uh, at least maybe it would be that way for you, but I think personally I think I would uh, I think I'd read a lot, though. I'd probably be reading a shit ton. I should read more. You used to read a lot. It's just yeah. healthy as well. I'm like, I think I'm like 30 books this year or something. 30 books? Yeah. If you want, honestly, dude, I'm so shit. convinced that this, this shit that I'm learning in school is just not that, to be blunt, it's just not that interesting. No. I, I've read 30 books this year, and I would say at least 20 at least are way more interesting than the topics we're learning in school. And I think a lot of the principles I'm reading about can be applied to like success as well. And I think they're a lot more applicable to success to success than a lot of shit you learn in college. Yep. I feel like you learn a lot of like generalized knowledge in college and hey, knowledge in college. Uh, knowledge in college. <laughs> but go on. Yeah, we're and, gonna, uh, can't, I can't let you get off the rails. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I have a problem with that. Uh, it's hard. It so, is hard. It's, it's hard to not. I do it all the time when I'm talking. We're just being recorded now so it makes it a little... Yeah, there's a stigma. It's It sucks when you get off track because you know you're being listened to. Yes, yes, yes. So if we were just talking, I'd be like, oh, fuck it. I don't, well, I'll get back to it. But here it's like, no, I mean. Yeah, like I'm like elaborating on this point. Everybody's listening in a little bit more. And then, yeah, they're, like, they're, they're starting to get into the, the idea as well. And then and now we're just talking like idiots. Here we are. Dude, I hope one day, because I don't yeah, think that many people are going to watch this, but I hope one day, like, one of us will, like, fucking make it in something and people want to go back to it. That would be cool. But this, honestly, this podcast is more of a long-term goal for me. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not looking at it, like, a year from now or, like, a... Because, like, even, even like, obviously the end goal would be to make some... Get, like, gain some following and be able to generate revenue through, like... Social... YouTube or... You can put your shit on iTunes. I mean, dude, there's money well, to be made. advertisers There's well. money to be made. If, if you, you have could, a following there... Yeah, you're right. If you could just get a couple good gigs with the right people that are famous mm-hmm. you got because you gotta have famous people mm-hmm. you no, can't truly right so if you can find somebody who has a following to get on your podcast and you're a good interviewer and you can keep up the pace and make it entertaining i feel like you can make it in it you can make some money you that could be your job that would be cool and that would be cool man that'd be an easy job that'd be a fun what job. do you do i have conversations with my friends for a living and other famous people <laughs> it's like like that's awesome that's yeah. so cool I mean, I, be, I bet Joe Rogan makes a killing on it. The difference between, like, Joe Rogan and somebody like me, though, is whenever he started making the podcast, he already had a following because he himself is a brand. Yeah. Me, I'm just an average fucking guy, you know? Like, I'm just a, I'm just a guy. Like, it, I... Yeah. I don't really have anything to brand myself off of. You're so just right. a podcaster. But he came to, in already as Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know, exactly. UFC Fear Factor guy. What else has he done? He's done shit else, right? 
Is that it? He's done Fear Factor, UFC announcer, black belt in jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. Some other stuff. martial arts. But he wasn't famous for that. No, no. Just, that just makes Stand him... Stand-up comedy, of course. That's it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his comedy. No shit. Not at all. Lo- I think he's so funny, dude. I like really? him as a guy. He seems like a good guy, a genuine guy, and I think he's a badass, and he's a really good commentator, But and I like his podcast. I like a lot of the stuff he does, but, man, his comedy's not for me. No uh, way. Not funny. Oh, I love his comedy. You like Bill Burr? Do you know who that is? I do like Bill Burr. Love Bill Burr. Bill Burr's funny. He's man. my favorite comedian alive right now. Really? I've been into stand-up, too, but, no, I don't like Joe's. Really? Really? I would see him live. I'm into stand-up as well. I love stand-up. I think that's the coolest art form. I want to go live. I want to go see like Hannibal Burris or Bill Burr. Or, and he, Hannibal Burris was just in St. Louis. Like, no shit. Like a month or two ago. And I'm like, dude, I would have gone to that had I known. Yeah, yeah. Because really. I saw it after the fact. I love Hannibal. Somebody retweeted on my time. I was like, thank you, St. Louis or whatever. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to figure out about shit about like he's coming into town and whatnot sometimes, you know? Yeah. And the good comics, they have like a fresh hour when they go on tour and stuff. And then they, they film their, their, uh, their special at the end of the tour usually. So every time they go on tour and they come to your state or city, uh-huh. it should be a fresh hour. You're not going to hear shit you heard on YouTube already. At least you shouldn't. Oh, that's what fresh hour means. Because that would suck. Going to a comic show and you already heard these jokes. I already heard this, I man. Would still, I would embrace it because I paid the money and I'd be like, I'd still have a good night. Hopefully, but I would be thinking in that situation more than anything is, all right, I've heard this. It is what it is. I hope whoever I'm with hasn't heard this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Especially if it's a good stand-up like routine, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, I love this!" Like, because I'm down to watch stand-up a few times. You know what I mean? Like, if it's good yeah. enough. Yeah, there's some good ones. Louis C.K. is really good. I don't know what's going on with all this sex shit, but dude, like, have you noticed that like everyone in the world is getting sexual accusations? How many? I want to know how many of these are bullshit. Yeah, true. But I, I haven't. No, I haven't noticed. Cause I don't. Oh, dude, it's like every day. If you. It's like every day there's been like a new top exec in some company. Like, all right, Charlie Rose, this big MSNBC reporter who's been around for like forever. You know, he's one of those old guys that just has been on TV his whole fucking life. Uh-huh. He just got a fucking accused, fired from the network. Um, the the head guy at Pixar, boom. Louis C.K., boom. Uh, some senator. The head guy at Pixar. Yeah, some head guy. That happened like yesterday. Shout and like out Steve every, Jobs. Every day I get on Twitter, I see another like top dog and sexual accusation. It's like either they rape somebody or they're like groping women or something. And I'm like, no oh, shit. Where really? are these guys at? Because well, that happened to Bill O'Reilly as well, right? Oh yeah, Bill. There's another one. What the fuck? It's like a, there's like now that one came out, there's like a rolling tide of it. So like there's a million people getting accused right now. And, uh, and they're losing their jobs. Like, Louis C.K., like, he, he was had a movie coming out or a TV show, and he dropped that, uh, canceled the tour and shit, I believe. That sounds serious, then. Yeah, and then the guy lost his network job. So it's, I mean, these guys are good. Like, Louis C.K. is guilty. He like, admitted it. No shit. Yeah, apparently, like, I don't He know. was on SNL a few weeks ago. Yeah. Really was, funny guy, man. Probably promoting his new gig. He had something, like a movie or something coming out, and he postponed it all. Well, what what was he guilty with? He was like jerking off in a room with people or something, and there was some bizarre shit. It was it wasn't like he raped anyone, but it was just some like bizarre sexual shit he was doing. Okay, really weird. That's weird whenever you hear about these people that other people consider heroes, and then they have these tragic flaws. Because a lot of them, it usually tends to be like something sexual, you know? Yeah, not weird. Yeah, like there's like, some weird sexual shit. These people, man. Just getting older. I, I never understood, like, I feel like everybody 
tells you that you're gonna be into like butt stuff when you get older. <laughs> I'm totally not. Really? I'm never will ever be into that. To me, that's not. It's a fucking butthole. <laughs> it's for shitting. That's what it's made for. Use the I like that opinion. The vagina right next to it that right, was yeah. made for that. <laughs> so I just if you're gonna have butt sex, might as well just be gay. Same fucking thing. Well, then it's hairy, so it's completely different. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is not to put too much thought-provoking. I don't think all girls that. know, dude. Definitely, some girls have to have hairy asses, dude. Yeah, I've I've met a few girls. Yeah, I. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't all wax them to be proud of. But I, I, at the same time, it's like, well, what do I expect of you? You know, like they're human, man. Yeah, you're human, and what it like. Uh, that not be something I'd find enjoyable. I forget girls grow armpit and leg hair. Mm-hmm. Dude, they gotta shave that shit so much. Has your sister started? I have no idea. Because uh, I, I grew up with sister size. Was reminded of that as well. Yeah. You don't think is, about it. You really don't. I forget. Especially when a gr- girls are like like holding up their drinks and pictures. Like, hi, with the sleeveless <laughs> shirts on. Yeah. They got no armpit hair whatsoever. I forget that they have to whack that down. Like, I don't know how often. I'm assuming. Whack that down. <laughs> <laughs> whack that hair down like every couple days, Dang. I would assume. Karate chop. How often does a regular girl shave her legs? By regular, I mean that you wouldn't ever be grossed out. I mean, girls. Uh, Just your average girl. Average yeah. girl, yeah. How? Um, I'm imagining once every three days, four days. It's a good question. I don't know. Ladies. 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 <laughs> hey, what you shave? What you shave? How often do you shave your legs? Well, I remember I had an ex-girlfriend, and whenever she got like pretty comfortable around me in the winter time, she would have like somewhat prickly legs. Like it was nothing like that big of a deal. Uh, it doesn't gross me out if the girl isn't gross. Yeah, I agree. I had a girlfriend too, and obviously sometimes our legs aren't shaved. But yeah, uh, yeah, it doesn't gross me out unless the girl's gross, and then it just adds on to the. Uh. Especially if you're meeting the girl like, like you don't know her that well, because yeah, usually probably that people like like girls would be really comfortable, and then they'd be like, "All right, my legs are a little hairy." I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, that doesn't bug me. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm so used to feeling my own legs, you know, like it's. How do you feel about girlfriends? That's a good subject. Girlfriends. I can go. I can go off on that shit. <laughs> I would love to talk to Jacob Christopher Niner about girlfriends. I think they're bad. <laughs> I think they're bad news. I think for the most part. I think most girls at this point in life, it, where most girls are with their lives, I think they're a girlfriend would not align with my goals in life. Yeah. No. I'm with you on that. They're definitely debilitating in that aspect. That's that's not even the path I was going. But yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> you're like already for this whole yes. rant. You're like, damn, that's a whole other rant, man. That's a good one. No, that that one, yeah, they can prevent you from reaching your goals sometimes. But as we can do them to them as well. But Joe, um, Joe worse both ways. But just getting involved, man. I I think people get in the relationship most of the time for the wrong reasons. Just because they're lonely or whatever, they someone. But you shouldn't settle because. Dude, if you get in a bad one, I mean, we're talking, we're getting to that age where people are getting pregnant, like, left and right, and, like, anybody, even. anybody you're having sex with, you should be prepared to have a kid with in some way. Like, you should be able to think about, like, a little logically about it, like, just, this is how kids are made, and you guys are doing the thing that makes kids, right. lately, man, there's people pregnant left and right that I know. Like, have you, I don't know if you've been running into that. A I get on, bit. get on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get, I get yeah. amazed how many people are having kids. And or getting married. 
Mary doesn't shock me because that they're just being stupid. And you tell it right, dude. It's absolutely insane. The kid thing is nuts because I what I can say no, I'm not getting married, but I can't necessarily control the kid thing. Sometimes you just fuck up, and even girls on birth control get pregnant. So. Yeah, I agree. That's just something not... It's not something to be smart. Or it's not something to be ignorant about. I think it's a beautiful be thing smart. if you're right. responsible about it. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Bringing another life into the world with somebody that hopefully you love. That's that's an awesome idea, but yeah. Oh, dude, like most most of the people that are doing it now, they really don't have that great of a plan. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's pretty brutally honest. I'm sure there's somebody listening to this like, Fuck you! Oh, yeah, moms. <laughs> they, uh, they hate that talk. I think it's a beautiful thing having a kid. I think it could change your life for the better in like certain ways too. But also, I, I don't want that. Absolutely, screw that. Well, if you if you had a kid at this point in your life, would do you think it would help, or do you think it would enhance your life or hinder your life? Mm, I don't know or what you're trying to get out of life. It might help. It would help me lock down because I'd be extra motivated. Yeah, but would you really be where you want to be? Because then you're you're supporting it. You have to support a child. Then you have to deal. You have to deal with that woman, Louis. Man, you're probably like you're gonna go wherever that kid goes, wherever that girl goes. And yeah, I mean, like if you're not that tight with that girl, you guys aren't gonna move out of the city together. That's what can be the biggest hell. Like the kid wouldn't be a big deal, but then if you and the girl for whatever reason don't work out, that's my nightmare. My parents are divorced. I, they, I had two buddies knocked up girls. Both of them knocked up girls in high school. They don't get along with either one of the girls, man. Like, and then it just gets nasty. From there, you know, Ugh, it, shivers. I shivers. hear the way like people, some girls at my work would talk about like just sucking their boyfriend dry of money. There are, you know, for like child support. It's like I'm gonna get all his money. I heard this girl at my work talk about that, and I was just like, oh god, oh. you're terrible. <laughs> you are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it definitely like, dude. Like, this sounds probably pretty ignorant to a lot of people but I think a prenup is an absolute must and I don't think that's that unreasonable I just think I I, I think if I got married like just people can get shitty man like regardless of how much love and how much good times you share with somebody else like if they really get convinced in their own mind that they hate you they will become an enemy and then they're not going to just attack you emotionally and just every other way they're going to attack you monetarily Ugh. as much as they possibly can some people can get heartless with that shit man like and you never, you really, like, you're not going to see somebody's worst side until a divorce, you know? I know what you're saying, but... You, it's possible. It's a, it's a potential. It's something that I think you should be prepared for with a prenup. I say the same thing, and I'm like, I, 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 I'm with you on that argument, but if you got married right now, would you actually make the girl sign the prenup? I don't think I would. Right now, it'd be different. You ask me maybe four years down the line whenever I meet a girl, and I share this awesome connection with and we're super tight we're like best friends right, I'm just building up some expectations in my mind but anyway, anyway like like say like that and there's this person I actually care about on my side like you're right like asking them to sign a prenup is absolute but if you love her enough to marry her then you should probably not have any doubt it, it, but then shit just happens you're, you're kind of just betting half your shit half your possessions half your money on like a relationship, relationship to work yeah it's really, really scary. I, I have. I want to live with someone for at least a year before I would marry them, and I'd want to know them for like. I'm talking like bare minimum of like three years, like dating for three years, because he's got to give it time with things. Because you'll see people's true colors on a, some bad nights, man. You guys get in a fight. I think what'll really show like if the girl's a good one or not. Or guys too. Just when you guys fight, if somebody cheats, that seems to be like the biggest thing. Like maybe they'll break up or like a. It's supposed to be a short thing, but then somebody goes out and fucking fucks someone. Well, yeah. And they just wreck yeah. it. You just wreck the whole thing. You idiot.
Have you ever, have you ever been cheated on or cheat? Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And most of my friends have too. Right. So I'm just like, that's how pretty much every Sad. relationship I've seen end ends. Mm -hmm. Either one of the, one of the other or both cheat. And honestly, not to not to defend men in any way, but the stereotype is that the guy cheats. But honestly, like, dude, like, that's, I think it's fifty fifty. I'd say it's about fifty fifty as well. There's some shitty guys. There's two shitty guys. So I don't want to just bash girls because yeah, yeah, totally. I'm not. just on the other end of the spectrum here, so I only see it from my. Well, you and I are ends. extremely biased. Like you know, like yeah, we're also reasonable people. So I don't know. Like I, yeah, I, have, I can see their side. Well, there. Are, what I think kind of happens is there are a lot of shitty guys who are horny who turn a lot of girls into shitty girls. It's vice versa. <laughs> Same yeah, true, true. Thing. <laughs> Maybe that's 50 50. One well. shitty person just has to spread their shittiness to the next one. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers. Man, in a toxic relationship, too. Like like you said, like people are getting into relationships for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I think a lot of that stems to like people have like a fear of separateness. Like they. They're needy. Like, yeah, and that, that springs off a lot of neediness and clinginess and shit and. It's really just bad for you at the end of the day. Yeah. For the most part. You should like, get into a relationship based out of fear. Like, like your reasoning, your motives behind it is like your fear of being alone. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it should be about the person, not because of your needs. I mean, if you just find someone that you just click with and you enjoy being around them, but if it's, if it's ruining your life, and I, a lot of dudes will become recluses with their girlfriends and just stop going out, and I see that, and I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, it's easy to I don't like seeing. Happen, yeah, that's yeah. I don't like seeing guys get caught in that trap. It's sad. It's sad sometimes. So it, it depends. Some, some your friends have to like your girlfriend. I feel yeah. like, or it's not gonna work. Because you're gonna, somewhat, at least somewhat. Like they may not have to be best friends, but yeah, yeah, they have to have. They can't mutual they can't respect at least. Because if your friends don't like your girlfriend, dude, eventually it's gonna come to the day where you gotta pick one. Oh, you should. Nobody should be forced to make that choice. They're gonna have to. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people do it. And who are they gonna choose? Typically, like, what do they got? Their friends. You think so? I don't know. Well, no, this, I, I think most people are gonna choose the girl. We're on the kid guy. thing. What if you have a kid with this girl, and no one likes her, and you kind of put yourself in this trap? And then, I mean, that oh, just shit. that's that just sounds like a mess to me. I wouldn't so. care what anybody else thought. I'd do my best to get to know her if she sucked and she genuinely sucked. I think I would just have to hate her, but you I, would never hate your girlfriend. Dude, I don't know. Uh, no, you couldn't. You can't. Well, wait. Is this this is your girlfriend? So this is somebody you decided to like be emotionally involved with, or is this a one night stand that you have to knock up? No. Uh, no. This, I guess we're talking about girlfriends here. Girlfriends. Oh, okay. Then. Oh, okay. And then nobody likes her, but you like her. And you have a kid with her? Yeah, kind of like my old, yeah, yeah. Like, I, my ex-girlfriend, none of my friends liked her. You know, and they all kind of saw, I, you get, people get blinded by that love shit. So they don't see all these negatives and all, everybody else is looking like, what is he thinking over there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're all. Look at the way this girl acts. And they act different. Look at the, People act different on certain people. So a guy or a girl can totally fool you. Yeah. Put on this act. And then when they're away from you, it's like, who are you? It's the same idea of like living with somebody to actually really get to know them. Yeah. Yeah, and you handle. You can realize their annoying tendencies of just living. Yeah. There's certain things that everyone does that are just annoying to another person, like living with them. I know I do things that probably bug my roommates, and I know the little I things. Mean, and it wasn't personal. It's just how they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So you got to realize, like, some people are just so slobby that maybe that would just drive. You're you a pretty clean roommate. I'd I'm say you're a pretty clean guy. Clean as fuck, I, especially yeah. my room. We got the bathroom pretty clean. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I keep my shit clean. I can't. Yeah. 
can't be living in a dirty environment. I can't think of like any like huge like because I've had a fair amount of roommates and I'd say I'd say half and half. Like my roommates now, I don't really have any like huge complaints about either. Yeah. Like maybe maybe something like in the moment, like back like a year ago, if you like if you asked me, like I'd be like, oh, I, he he leaves his underwear out in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Shower it. Like something something fucking like you said. That's a good example. Like or like just you know he didn't. I did the dishes last time, and he's not doing them yet. That yeah. kind of little shit like that. But like in the long scheme of things, like no, nothing, nothing really annoyed me about you. Like you're just chill guy. You're honest. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Oh. As in you are too, not me. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm with you. I am pretty fucking chill and cool, bro. I'm pretty fucking frat. <laughs> pretty fucking tight. I am. <laughs> I am. I have the fucking jacket. <laughs> Repping. <laughs> And Capacig was tight when I was in it. I do, cool I, I do miss it in a lot of ways. Dude, I made so many really good friends too. Like the thing about good guys. my pledge bros. I mean, the fraternity as a whole. You like, you obviously bond with those guys, but you, the people in your pledge class going through that, man. I, I got like a fucking. I will always be cool with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. If they like, ever, anytime you run into them, like later in life, like it's you're a different feel on the street. Like say, like a festival later in life, like you're just like. Yeah, you're right. There's a different feel. Like you so know that mean. person's first, middle, and last name. That's pretty tight, dude. Even if you like di- had uh, dis- disagreements or didn't get along that well in general, maybe there was like tension with you in the pledge class. Because like, obviously, you're not gonna get along with four, fifty guys. Right. That's unrealistic. Perfectly. But you have a mutual like respect for each other. So yeah, I can say whatever you. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I don't like you that much, but I'm going to respect you. Absolutely. I, so, and you just learn how to deal with them. Respect them, and and like I would genuinely be excited to run into like anybody. I mean, college, like five years down the road, yeah. so you run it. Especially if you ran into like a random place, like you're just on the streets of New York. Like, how cool would that be to run into anybody you know, especially like if they're involved with the fraternity at all? Yeah, that'd be tight. I mean, I, especially if they needed help or something, or if I needed help, like they they actually could. I would help any amount. Yeah. You know, the pledge classes, but I mean, that's like, those are my dudes. Yeah, cool guys. Shit was tight. Shit was tight. It's a cool bonding experience. I, I think it's similar to sports. Like, they, you're going through shit. Like, there's always something to talk about. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a whole experience. You And you're indulged in it. And just, I don't know, it's just, I think it's, it can be a really positive experience. Yeah, it was cool. You meet, you meet a lot of great, great friends really quick. Because, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have branched out like that had I not been forced to. I've always wondered that, like, what would big colleges, what would big schools be like if they didn't have any Greek life? Probably wouldn't exist. Yeah, true. <laughs> like the parties? That's days. why I went there for the experience. I didn't go there because I wanted a great education. <laughs> I took basic fucking classes and joined a frat, man. It's fun as hell. It's exactly what I intended to do. Took 12 credit hours every semester I was there. Yeah, same. A lot of semesters. It was great. I'm on 15. I've been on 15 pretty frequently lately, but yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. I mean, the hardest class I've taken in college is college algebra. My major was pretty easy. I think so. I always found that class to be kind of easy to be real. Dude, it's 50-50, man. Either you That's not, yeah, some people just, just like any other class, you know, some people just, their minds don't work that way. You got to be on it That's every fine. damn day. Every day, you got to, for me at least, because if you slip it all, because it's all like uh, cumulative as well. So like if you forget something first semester that you need to use for later on in the semester. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. you, Once you're off track, dude, it's like you're going to f- literally get a zero on the test. No, that makes if it sense. gets bad enough. Yeah, I got like a 69.9 oh, C. So I, yeah. And you're like a straight A student, too. Yeah, that was my only C in college. No shit, really? Yeah. That class sucks. Wow. That class sucks. 
I have it like the opposite. I get a lot of C's to be completely realty, but I got like a, I think I got an 89 in that class. Like that. Math? Yeah. I just, math always just kind of came easy to me, to be real. Fuck that. I like, uh, I like mindless, I like mindless shit. Math's too, I like to be able to listen to music and click my buttons on the computer. Because okay, I got okay. my, my Quizlet fucking cheat sheet, sheet on the side. <laughs> you know? You yeah. Classic. Online quizzes, you can always like find a fucking version of it online. Oh, always. Always. Google every College question. has become a joke with the internet, honestly. <laughs> Getting a degree doesn't mean a whole lot, unless it's like something specific. Like realistically, like how much do you really learn in school? You know? It just shows that you can complete a goal. I think if you got your degree, at least you, uh, this kid has some drive. Yeah, yeah. I feel like most people don't, most employers don't look at your degree as anything other than that. We can, we're also, we're speaking out of ignorance. Like, we really don't know. I don't have my degree, right. so I'm speaking out of my ass completely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I can imagine what it's like to have my degree in 70K worth of debt. <laughs> it's. I feel like it's just to see how many, all these hoops you can jump through. And once you once you get that piece of paper, like it kind of proved that you can do whatever it is college means to an employer that you can do, and then it's then you can get the good jobs. Yeah, I mean, if you're going into business, they don't even really care what your degree's in. Like just having the uh, degree is enough, and then you go from there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my cousin just got a job as a you know as selling some kind of farm equipment, and uh, she just she has a degree in like. Geothermics, I think it's called. Like she studies like like seismic activity and shit. Like she studies that. That's pretty dope. She got her masters at North Carolina in that. No. Uh, and then she just got a sales job back at home. So it's really weird. And that really, because what can you do with that master's degree? You're not a scientist. You're not a doctor. But you have this master's degree. Like yeah, I, I, don't I don't know what you do with that. It's like getting a master's in um, biology. What is? I don't know what you can do with that. That's what I mean. My cousin's majoring in biology. I was kind of wondering. I was like, I don't. Yeah, like, it's super relevant information. But yeah, what the fuck can you do with that? I have no idea. It's really cool, and you probably know a lot about the human body. But I have no fucking clue. You like, uh, and just life in general. You're probably just gonna go. Anatomy is the human body, right? Anatomy is uh, Google. I'm pretty sure anatomy is the study of the human body, and then biology is just the study of life. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The human anatomy is, I don't even know. I, confused the hell out of me. I don't know, biology, anatomy, all the same shit, right? That's I'm going into thing. nursing. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking uh, microbio and chem next semester. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Uh, nice chem. Chem would be attainable. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. That, that, was a, that was one of those ones that always got me in high school. Oh, that has too. a lot of math, right? Ah, it's kind of like similar to math. You got to be on that shit. You know, okay. it's 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 a lot. I'm, I hope I don't shit the bed on that one. <laughs> so I got to keep the GPA up. Was there anything else you want to talk about? Nah, I'm cool, man. That's it. I can't think of it. We're done. Else. We done. To all you four people that are not four, no one's listening at this point. This is over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always wonder how few people make it to this point. Yeah, like there's no way enough. anyone. Maybe. I mean, if the, this is where I'm at. I think the podcast, before we before we send off, I think the podcast right now is very minimal amount of people. Right now, I'm just kind of letting it grow organically. Yeah. If I can generate some... My main tactic right now is to kind of just generate traffic through an external platform like Instagram. Yeah. And then, yeah. Really I mean, cool. I think it could totally work. You probably should get some mics. 
Yeah, I would have to invest a little bit more money. Yeah, invest just like 500 more bucks in it, and then get maybe, I don't know how you do your video editing, but like, improve that and shit too. Okay. And maybe always do it in one place. Like, only do podcasts in your studio. That's that's where I typically am going to do it, but I, I like this too. I like being able to like just go over to a buddy's house and do it in his basement. Yeah. Especially because like, there's so many cool people whenever I come home from Springfield and come up here and like chill with all my buddies and whatnot like it's not like i can just go back to the studio you know yeah like i'd rather i'd rather be able to develop the content here with you now than like be like hey can you get down to my studio you know maybe one day it'll be big enough and then you can do that studio gig you sure, know sure. cuz I, I think the studio if you have like it helps you kind of identify that podcast like when you watch joe rogan's man you see those the elvis and the jimi hendrix and he just changed the american flag but it's just textbook yeah the curtains in the back and it's just you kind of recognize it for what it is it's got kind of a brand going with your podcast absolutely so the more constant you keep you're gonna have like your own style with this yeah, podcast yeah true true so i'd keep that up what other advice would you like if you if you were going about this yourself i just think podcast is really cool i don't know if i'd be that good at it but i think it's really cool um i would well based on this conversation i thought you did a good job always have the mics instead of this one in the middle of us because it's just not going to pick up the voices that well yeah yeah so if we're both able to talk and have headphones and know how loud we're being and stuff uh-huh because that is just probably a lot of sporadic and it's probably catching a lot of background I was yeah, I was kind of thinking about that back there, that noise. Just oh yeah, and that's that's yeah. for nothing, you know. Yeah, true, true. So just get some mics, get some mics. The camera looks nice. I think that might be the next move. Yeah. Is that a nice camera? It looks good. Yeah, it's a decent one. It was like one sixty, yeah. something like that. I don't know which camera. I brought cost. it on my trip with me. I've, I've had it for a while. It's it's a pretty decent camera. iPhone camera do a trick too, but that, that's probably better. I don't even know. Yeah, iPhones are annoying. iPhones are so damn good that I feel like their video might be just as good as a regular camera was. Yeah, we did one on Will Nolan's iPhone a few weeks back, and yeah, dude, it's it's nice quality. What does he have? Like a new it's, iPhone it's like X or something? X, I think. Yeah, he has like the brand new one. The thing's tight. Yeah, it's annoying though because whenever you upload it to Google Drive, you have to download it. And it's a it's a it loads as an MOV file, which is like movie file, and that's then you like have to convert it to an MP4 file. Yeah, because Apple. Does the, the MOV files? Yeah, that's like yeah. different than PC. It's so annoying, dude. It's just like yeah. yeah. Oh, I fucking I like Mac. I fuck with Macs. I think it'd be cool to maybe even get another camera and then also do so it's not just one shot, but like get like one of me and one of you and then just switch off. Yeah, kind of like but, Joe Rogan has. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. And yeah. you just film it at one time. Would it, we'd have to have three cameras total because it'd be that one, then one of just me, then one of just you, and then switch off. Yeah. But that that takes so much more editing. Like the, the thing I like about this is it literally like like so I I'll do this and probably three other podcasts. All I have to do is line up the audio footage with the video footage and save it as like its own movie. Yeah. And that'll that editing alone will take me probably thirty minutes between the next three. And I'm just gonna do something to film. Just to line those up. Is it pretty hard to find out like the voices are right on cue? No, it's super easy. Yeah. I bet it's not real hard because it's just the it's just one camera and it's I mean it's just like like you you just kinda find a a common point in the beginning on that's gross. Um like like a common point in the beginning whenever you're saying something like whatever words and then you just line it up. And you just keep guessing, and it takes probably I'd say less than a minute to guess. Yeah. So yeah, it'll take it'll, like I'll, I'll edit it really quick whenever I get back. It's not like you're zoomed in on my face or your face when you're talking either, so you can't 
like my hand movement might just be enough to like let you know what I'm saying. True, true. So you don't have to like be on my lips and get all my words right. Yeah, true. Usually I'll, I'll line it up with the, the audio on there, and then whenever they're perfectly aligned, you can't tell the difference. I just take out that audio and only keep this one. Yeah. Well, fuck. You want to cast that off? How do yeah. you end these? Do you, do you have a fucking signature way? No, I don't. Uh, ending this podcast with the audacious Jacob Niner. I don't even know what audacious means. It's like a kind of like fearless kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's got a good ring to it. I, 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 I'm trying to brand a word like Joe Rogan does, like like uh, powerful. You know, I powerful. Jake. Kind of owns that word in your mind, <laughs> right? Like I, I'm trying to do that with audacious or intrepid, one of the two. And they both mean they both mean like brave and like fearless. Intrepid sounds cool. You think you like intrepid more? Yeah, that sounds like an interesting word. That's a that's a good word because whenever you Google it, the definition is way better too. It's so like Google audacious real quick and then do Google intrepid. Intrepid. There's a company. I think I might go with intrepid. I've been thinking about that. Fearless adventurous. Fearless Adventurous. Yep. That's versus, cool. What, look up Audacious. It's not that good, but it's like, it's a synonym to Intrepid. Audacious. Like, I, showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. <laughs> I think I'm more audacious than uh, Intrepid, but. You think uh, so? <laughs> showing an impundent lack of respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I, I need a quick say on Dangerous Man. I need a quick I'm gonna brand as intrepid from here on up. Intrepid. Shameless first. Cocky. Heard it here first. Intrepid. Yeah, intrepid's a better one. Yeah, because I'm mean, what I wanted to do is <laughs> describe people that I'm having on the podcast frequently. Yeah, it's like I'm with the intrepid Jacob Niner. I'm with the intrepid whoever. You what know? if you're with the total bitch and uh, he's not intrepid? Then I don't use that word at all. I only use it whenever it's applicable. Just end it off. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be it. And he knows that you didn't say it. I'm with I'm with this fucking guy. You know, <laughs> you don't get to find out what they what you actually think of him till the end of the interview. <laughs> And then you don't say intrepid, he knows that you don't like him. Honestly, this guy's subpar at best. <laughs> That's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> He's really not that interesting. Uh, don't even don't even watch. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I enjoyed this, Jake. I enjoyed this. Uh, yes, there we go. Yeah, let's end this. It's over. Bye.